Furrowed Brow, podcast about thinking. I'm your host, Jerry Wheeler, and we've been talking about light and how to get light in us and how to get light out of us. Um, one of the major ways that we get um, light is by hearing instruction, and then we had to be careful about this other word, but we have to hear reproof. We got to get corrected when we get offline. You know, when you're driving your car, there's like all these little corrections you have to do. It's not just this, okay, I hold the steering wheel. Um, the car has movements and the road has movements and then of course you're navigating and there's all these little inputs that you're making. And so reproof is like that. Reproof are these uh, little changes we make, these, these ways of staying in our lane essentially, you know, to drive more correctly. And when we're going after a goal, we want to uh, aim at it correctly. We want to keep moving toward it. And I, I touched on this subject in the last one that one of the things we have to do in this idea of a garden and gardening our thoughts and sowing light into us and then of course getting light out of us is that garden has a is then realizing that those thoughts are they have to be guarded then because it's just like your garden at the house um, or, or if you're farming a, a large area um, different things try to get in there and mess the garden up uh, there's a verse that says it's the little foxes that spoil the vines. Little things can get in there and cause problems. We have to watch out for them, and we have to guard for them. And, um, you know, I'm, we think about foxes spoiling a vine, or we can think about um, bugs that come in there and, and infest things, or we can even talk about weeds that try to overtake things. And there's different things we have to keep out of us. And um, one of the big ones that will sometimes get in the way of us getting all the way to from starting something to finishing something is having to wait it out. You know, from, from when, you, when you get going until you get there, I just finished a road trip. I think it was roughly 300 miles to where we went. And um, you just have to be patient. Obey the law so you're not getting pulled over. So, you know, how many decisions would you make on a 300-mile road trip to get there safely? Enjoy yourself and, and then, you know, make a safe trip home. There's a lot of choices we're going to make on that. So if we're doing any, any kind of big goal, what if we're, you know, um, you know if, if we're having uh, something as small as a financial decision we have to make or something as major as a, a marriage decision or a uh, corporation type of decision, something that uh, involves a lot of people and a lot of finances, to go from here to there safely and then deal with... Um, this we're not there yet part of it, you know, to hang in there. And so I touched on this subject just a little bit in the last one, but I want to introduce it here is this, you have to understand different concepts of gardening your thoughts towards, um, I, it's easy enough to say success, I'm okay with that, um, or towards peace, or towards, um, you know, if you get into some Christian ideas of righteousness and joy, um, to start gardening ourselves in that direction, but then to know that those are um, easy enough to say it's under attack. Now, you could say that it's as simple as, um, you know, from the spirit side of things, well, it's like, well, there's the devil and he's trying to attack. Well, yeah, no surprise there, but not just that. We, you know, are there such a things as weeds and bugs that we have to deal with in a normal garden? Okay, so there's normal things that'll just try to get into our thoughts and mess us up. And then it's our own, um, just ideas, you know, it's like this is the way we've always done it, maybe, which crosses into the idea again of humility and being teachable and those types of things. But one of the main 
areas we have to guard ourselves on is being impatient. And I touched on this a little bit on the last one. And when I talked about in Isaiah, it says that Jesus, when, when he comes, he won't fail or be discouraged. And then Jesus says, you know, don't be of a doubtful mind later. Um, but this concept of not failing, uh, which means not quitting or not succeeding, but not stopping before you're done to get through the process, you know, to go back to an earlier episode that um, to go from potential uh, to a product there you have potential process or I'm sorry potential I say this wrong every time I don't know why I can't remember my own teaching but sometimes I, I forget this one go from potential to realizing there's a problem to solving the problem with a process and then from that process getting a product okay so that's going to take time and then you're going to have to guard yourself from the concept of like making it through you know to go back to the very first episode to keep swinging the axe when you get tired you know getting tired is real taking a rest is real um, stopping for a minute and sharpening your axe some more is real. One of the things I want to talk about at some point is the steps of maturity and how just growth works. I'll get into it at some point. Um, but this, um, then knowing that, you know, this isn't going to happen overnight. You know, the Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, our kids didn't grow from infant to teenager is mine, you know, overnight. It, it took time. So what do you do when you don't have what you're waiting for? And, you know, you know, a Christian perspective is say, wait on the Lord, which is true. But then also to realize that you need something to wait on the Lord. And that's this big old fun word, patience. I think a lot of people run from this word because, you know, there's a there's a Christian joke of don't pray for patience because God's going to put you in a situation you won't like and you're going to have to wait through it because patience is like a muscle. And often we have to wait um through something to to get strength in patience but i want to offer this thought when waiting feels like being left out in the cold patience is a blanket it's something that comforts you when you don't have what you're waiting for yet then it becomes easier to understand the verse that we've um, uh, heard how many times from james that says let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Okay, so I'm just supposed to be okay with wanting nothing. I don't think that's what it's talking about. I think what it says is you have patience. Getting impatient on a road trip isn't going to get you there any faster. Having, If you know you're going to do a 300-mile road trip, um, then being in the cars part of it. Now, there's certain things you're going to do. You know, you've been on a car trip. You know, you're going to play games or you're going to listen to the radio or you're going to do different things or listen to a podcast or listen to an audio book. I don't know. But anyway, those different things that we do to pass the time. Uh, but you're still driving. But you're doing things in order to make the waiting a little more comfortable. Um, patience is that idea that I'm going to find a way to keep my attitude in check while I'm not there yet. I'm still driving. I'm still going to get us from here to there. But the idea of being able to do that with a good attitude is like it's expected. It's normal. You know, if you were everyone in the car was, you know, when are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? Um, I did enough road trips as a kid where, you know, that just that wasn't acceptable behavior. It won't make the trip go faster. It won't make the trip be more fun. And ultimately, it won't make the trip not happen because there's kind of this um, I've, I've ran into this where uh, the thought of being patient makes something not happen 
Patience doesn't make something not happen. Uh, patience handled correctly makes something happen faster and more smoothly. And it's not that there isn't a time where, um, okay, enough's enough. You know, this is this has went, you know. Um, l- let me explain this. In uh, Luke 13, it gives this example. It says, because I, w- I want to talk about this too, that, you know, it, if you're going to talk about patience, then you have to talk about, uh, let's take another step. We've tried this long enough. Okay. In Luke chapter 13, there's a gardener. And he says, hey, this tree over here hasn't done very well. Uh, it's been three years. Um, it's it's just in the way of a tree that's actually going to do something. And I would rather just put another tree there. And the gardener says, let me give it one more chance. What I'm going to do is I'm going to dig around it. I'm going to fertilize it. We'll give it one more year. And to give that and give it a chance to grow. That's an option that we have to consider. And in this situation, the way that I see it is, uh, it specifically it mentions three years. I find that really interesting. Because typically, uh, my understanding, which is limited on farming on this, is you're not gonna, when you plant a tree, you're not going to get anything the first year, but you're going to expect something the second year. This guy's already been patient and given it a third year. And he's like, all right, I gave it an extra year. That's enough. And he said, let me give it one more year, but let me really work with it. And then we'll see where we're at. And if it's working, then we'll keep it. If it's not working, then we'll try something different. Getting back to the idea of sowing light, we have to realize that it's a bit of an organic process. And the other part of it, I think, that we have to realize is faith and miracle are a part of how it works. When a doctor does something, he can't heal anything. And a good doctor will tell you that. What he does is apply what light he has in the area of medicine, in the area of how the body works. And it's the miracle of life that's in that body that causes uh, a recovery. So you've heard of things like uh, an organ rejection uh, based on blood type and other things. Whether or not a surgery works, the surgeon doesn't always have control over. He's going to use as much light as he has in that area. But the recovery, the actual recovery of the cells generating and doing all the things that they do is a miracle. It's a God-made miracle that cells can regenerate and all these different things that that the human body is capable of. And the same goes for trying to sow light. Whether or not, you know, someone can hear what I say, but whether or not there's a, a change of heart, that's miracle. I don't have any control of that. Um, going back to an earlier episode, the sower sows the word. That's the only control I got. But then for the doctor or the podcaster to wait that out and to just keep sowing seed, what's his job next? And then how do you keep going at it? Maybe a better example might be to bring up, you know, learning an instrument again, to do another class and do another class, and you're not seeing any results, and then to do another class. And then to, again, you know, when does it turn a corner and and you see improvement? What is that heart guard that keeps you in it? And my answer to that is patience. And the patience doesn't make it not happen. The patience is just a heart guard that keeps me in it. My favorite uh, Bible verse on this is going back to Mark 4, which we I, I know I brought up a whole bunch of times in this, but um, it says in verse 26, So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground, and he should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow. He knows not how. I just love that. 
you know, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. We know what we know. Thank God we have some light. But ultimately, sometimes we just got to do what we know to do. Sometimes it's just the action. I love Psalm 111, verse 10. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's worth knowing that. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endures forever. Uh, the understanding, going back to you know why something, how something works and why it works that way, you get that after you take action. And in the idea of taking action on being patient, if that's a challenge, then as a Christian, realize you have Christ inside you. You, you have patience. You have the patience of Job. And if Christ isn't inside you, then, again, being impatient isn't going to make the ride between here and there any better. It's if, if you're in a waiting part, if you've done the work and you're in the waiting part, then hopefully this phrase I use quite often uh, will help. Let it play out. Sometimes you just have to let it play out. Um, going back to the driving thing, sometimes I'll get in a lot of traffic driving somewhere and... Um, instead of trying to sort through all of the problems, I just let it play out. I just sit back, let everybody find their way, and then I find me a path and go through there. That doesn't take away from the need of an idea of being aggressive and working towards something. Again, going back to the very first episode again, talking about getting something done in a timely manner. But um, the idea is that, uh, going back to the very first episode, I was talking about Ecclesiastes 10.10. That says wisdom, having wisdom gets a job done quick, or gets a job done easier. It's it's harder, you have to work harder at it when you don't quite know what you're doing. And, you know, who hasn't found that to be true? If you don't quite know what you're doing and you're still getting the understanding by taking action, you know, and then to let that process play out, like I'm going to take action so that I get understanding and so that I, next time maybe I approach the next one with a little more accuracy, you know, I'm hitting the same place, um, I'm doing it well, and being repetitive, I'm not taking a lot of time in between swings, and so that I accomplish a goal. In uh, there is such a thing as reasonable time, but if it's taking too long, what change do you make? You know, to the, the tree idea. If it's taking too long, you might, um, you know, find a way to get more wisdom on the subject. Well, this isn't going quite like I want it to, and I don't quite know what to do about it. Find an expert in that area and go ask them some questions. And getting back to the last episode, be humble enough to accept their answers. And then give it time to play out. And if it works, or I'm sorry, if it doesn't work, um, go at it a little harder. Give it another season. And then, you know, and if it still isn't working, it's time to move on. And I want to say, you know, when it's talking about goals, that's one thing. Um, people is another. That's a whole other ball of wax when you're talking about it. But you definitely want to understand patience when you're dealing with people. People take longer than trees to get anything done, uh, to change often. So sometimes, I mean... Uh, Changing a human is different because it really just takes a thought, you know. I'm not the only one talking about that, but a thought can change everything. Um, a miracle can change anything. Um, a season can change everything. And patience is what gives those things a chance to do what they do. It's what cools you down whenever you're overheating or what warms you up um, whenever you feel like you've been left out in the cold. It's not a bad thing. It makes you a good traveler in this life. So don't get mad when you have to wait. Psalm 37, this is from a couple of verses, 7 and 8. It says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Cease from anger and forsake wrath and fret not yourself in any way to do evil. I think we have to have that sometimes whenever we're getting impatient. What 
patience does is it moves things from when you're in a waiting period from uh, anxiety to rest. I'm in a I'm in a waiting period, let's say. Well, then that waiting period is your rest time. It's not your worry time. It's your rest time. It's a time whenever, you know, the sower sows the word and then he rests. Going back to Mark 4, verse 27. Talks about the farmer says that he should sleep, rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, and he knows not how. So just let patience have her perfect work and realize that patience is a rest. It is what is allowing miracle of life to happen. You know, if you have I've I've broken a bone and they put it in, you know, they set it and then put it in a cast, well then all it can do is rest. All it can do is wait. And what happened in the waiting? The bones grew back together and they were strong. Then you know, if you've ever planted anything, to keep using this example, once you plant it and water it, you know, there's not much else to do. You can fertilize it and some other things, but you can't do anything to the seed. Some of it's, so I guess it's easy enough to say that there's work inside the waiting. Um, you know, whenever you're going to be watering things or fertilizing the idea, but that is what is helping it grow. Just let it play out. Be patient. When waiting feels like being left out in the cold, patience is a blanket. Or you could say a fire. And I kind of like that idea because it's something you have to tend to. You kind of got to keep working at it. And know that seasons change. So if it's cold now, it's going to be warm later. If it's warm now, it's going to be cold later. Seasons change. And rest in the idea that you're not the only one working on this. There is a God that cares about you. And he has a vested interest in your peace. He proved that at the cross. And so his, his patience isn't in question, but ours needs developed. And, th- like, patience is doing something. Patience is like a school. Patience is one of those. Patience is the school of character. It's uh, Somehow it has a way of carving out um, ideas that aren't supposed to be in our, um, like, th- what is in us isn't supposed to be in the next stage. And so patience is where it gets cut out. Um, going back to, uh, I'm sorry, going back to Mark chapter four, getting to the next verse, I've, I've heard this verse taught on a whole bunch and I agree with what normally gets taught out of it. And the idea that's normally, excuse me, by the way, and what normally comes out of it is this concept of, um, whenever we pray or you, uh, the word of God has an effect, uh, there's stages to it. And so it says for the earth brings forth fruit of herself, first the blade then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. And so usually whenever it gets taught, and I agree with this, it gets taught from the concept of whenever you do something, you're not going to see results overnight. It's not just that you have to wait to see something happen, but then what it's doing, you have to give it a chance to play out through these different stages that it has. And I agree with that. But notice the wording. To me, it's really interesting. First, the blade. So first, what you know, in this case, the word of God is what we're talking about in Mark 4. Jesus is the one talking here. But what what this uh, new thought does first is it cuts some stuff off. First the blade, then the ear. Now you'll listen. First it cuts something off, and now you'll listen. And then you'll get fruit. And then after that, but when the fruit is brought forth, immediately puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. I find that really interesting. It's like another blade is coming. Wow, okay. So... um. Cut before and cut after. Great. Um, but time's a factor in all those things. So it's talking about this guy's going to sow and then he's going to sleep. 
night and day. And then the, then the seed should spring up, and he doesn't know how. I love that part. And then the earth brings forth fruit first, then, and after that. So first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when? So now we're still talking about time. And um, there's a verse one says time will be no more in Revelation, but we're not there yet. So um, letting patience have her perfect work. If we can wrap our brain around the thought that patience is good and it does these wonderful things, it, it, it gives time for miracle to happen, for the miracle of life to have its effect. So whether it's a goal or a change you're looking to see, patience is our appropriate response to the existence of time. Now, to someone who hears this, I have to be a little more sensitive, that some people are in what seems like an unyielding forever problem. And so I have to respond to that. Not everybody's just dealing with a goal they're trying to reach. Um, or uh, you could say personal development or you know, um, a skill they're trying to learn. Or, But some people are in real problems. And it seems like that problem doesn't really have an an end date to it. And so I need to respond to them inside this context because definitely patience is going to be a, um, a strength you're going to need through that. But how do you look at it through this lens of patience? From a biblical lens, I can teach a whole bunch of things on this. You know, I can teach on, think on these things, and change your mind, focus on something else. I can focus on God's with us in our afflictions. I can focus on praying. I can focus on remembering God and praising him for who he is. A lot of things I can go at. But um, let me offer this. If you're in a pain that just seems like it's unceasing, say this. I'm going to get something out of this. I'm going to learn something. I'm going to change. Something better will be at the end of this. I demand it. I demand of myself. Something will be better, stronger, more sorted out than um, what this is trying to take from me, where it's trying to take joy, I refuse that. Instead, I am going to gain something from this. As unpleasant as it is, I am going to get something out of this. What we get might be humility before God, humility before, be careful here, but humility before spouse. I'm not trying to step on toes. Humility in your finances. Something may have to change, but I'm going to get something out of this. Things are going to be better. Um, and what came to be my destruction is going to be the um, what gives others hope. So this whatever I'm going through, when I come out of it, or whatever the change is, somehow something is going to improve. I refuse to go through something this hard and to not get anything out of it. If it's going to be this difficult, I'm taking some souvenirs that are worth having. <laughs> I don't know how to look at it exactly, but or how to say that exactly, I'm sorry, but just get something out of it. And you know, well, that's that's a whole lot of fun, but this hurts a lot. It's you know, and to, to go through the idea of just being a bad traveler to get back to that idea is like, no, I got to go from the beginning of this life to the end of this life, and am I going to be a good traveler or not? And some of those things I got to be patient with, and the things that are hard and that are difficult, usually that turns into what's fun to talk about later. You know, if you went over a mountain, usually it's like, hey, that was, you know, you know, that's usually what adds. You know, I, it may be too strong a word, but it's what adds glory to your story. Are these just unceasing problems we had to be patient through? And again, with, with goals, it's a little different versus problems. But in po both cases, 
what we see is patience is doing a work in us that's making us better. And it's, you know, if, if you're going to go from here to there, I don't know if you're going to take this route or that route, but it's something we need on this journey we're on. You know, so if, like you get into a situation and, you know, have you ever done a lot of exercise? And you're like, I need some water. Does anybody got some water? And somebody hands you a bottle of water and you drink it down. It's just one of those things you need. It's it's like a, a tool or a resource we have that it helps us deal with unexpected circumstances. You know, you know how one of those things is how do you uh, be ready for the unexpected? Be you know expect the unexpected. One of those things you have to expect is you may have to wait, and that can be a time of rest for you. You know, going back to the beginning of this that I said earlier, or a time of character development, or if you read Jonah chapter two, a time of repenting. I don't know what you're having to wait on, um, but what I can say is, if you have to wait, you might as well be patient. Because it's a good thing. If you're going to wait either way, you know, there's this concept again of, like, if I'm impatient, then it'll happen faster. Um, There's a time, uh, there is such a thing as, you know, um, taking slow steps. And, you know, the idea of uh, acceleration is something at some point I'll have to probably talk about. But the point I want to get across today, the idea I want you to hang on to is patience warms us when we feel like we've been left in the cold and we're having to wait. Patient warms us in the cool waiting and patience warms us when we're in the heat of anger sometimes waiting will frustrate you and why hasn't this changed yet and the last thing does it does is patience rests us from the work of miracle there are parts of our story that we're not in charge of that we're going to need miracle to do that part we need to do the planting we need to do the harvesting we need to do the tilling we need to do uh, the fertilizing, all those good things. We need to put in some work. But the miracle of life's not on us. So let patience have her perfect work, to quote James, and let it cool, let it warm, and let it rest you. I hope that helps. I hope it gives you something to think about. Hang in there. Something good's going to come out of this. It's not permanent. It's a season. Patience is just our appropriate response to what time is. So... Stick to it, keep going, keep swinging the axe, keep taking steps, and garden, or rather protect your garden, with patience, so that what's growing in you can reach full development. So, I hope that helps. God bless you guys. Happy thinking.